guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is... Ivy. So, I want to put out a quick um, PSA. I promise it's not about um, politics, really. Um, but uh, you guys know that we're still in a pandemic, right? Um, I have been out in places, and I have not seen people wearing masks. I have not seen people social distancing. Nope. <laughs> it's been pretty wild, actually. Um, I was at mini-golf today. Um, and when I went there, it was just, it was very bizarre because like when you go to, when you go and play mini golf, you know, you, you pick your ball or whatever. So like, you know, that's easy enough. You want to make sure that you touch the one that you're going to get. And then you also pick out your putter, but the putters are a little bit different because they're kind of a free for all. They're kind of everywhere. And so, but you want to pick out one that's the right height. Right. So I had picked up one and it was too short and I was like, uh Oh, <laughs> I've touched this. <laughs> what do I do with it now? So, you know, I, I was really, I kind of stood around and looked stupid for a minute. And I was like asking the person I was there with, I'm like, do I put this back or <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> they had like a bucket where you like stick the putters in upside down and, into like a, a bucket of like sanitizer. And so, you know, I figured it out eventually. I put it in the bucket of sanitizer. But like we were there and like we were in line and um, we were at the counter paying and like the people that were there, you know, there was other people there also. They were definitely not six feet away from us. I mean, they were, you know, right up on us. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, please get away. <laughs> I went I, did, I went to a food place, too. I went to a food place like that. And the only place that you could wait for your food is at the counter that you pay at. There was no other space for you to stand at. You're supposed to wait there for your food. And while I'm doing that, the lady that was behind me, as soon as I got done paying, immediately is, I mean, she's basically touching me. She's so close. And was um, Which trying even to pay. Not in the right. Is not okay. It's rude, right? Exactly. And so it was, it was just. It was like, are you serious? But you know, I went to a big. It was at a big. Uh, well, you know the green. You know, you've been there, but the green is like a, an outside, um, like shopping mall. And I mean, it was just crazy. It was so packed. It's like this has never even happened. And I'm just completely shocked by it. Which even <laughs> town and country was bumping. Uh, was it? People you went there? Everywhere. Yeah, I went there thinking nobody would be there. Because nobody's like ever a, there. It's like, an, it's like a mini mall, so it's all like indoor. N- right, well, nobody's ever there, right. Well, nobody's now they have there. the TJ Maxx and um, PetSmart and shit all in there now. So, I mean, yeah. I guess it's kind of picked up a little bit because of that, but still. Still, <laughs> right. Where, what are you, all you people doing? This is This is a health crisis that we're in and you're all just out there acting like it's no big deal I don't get it and like I go to the grocery store and I feel like I'm looked at weird because I wear my mask and there's other people there's most people in there aren't wearing masks and it's like really except from like the workers you know it's just wild but yeah I just wanted to throw that out there um coronavirus is a very real thing (laughs) and you should still be wearing your mask and regardless of coronavirus you should still definitely be washing your hands on the regular and stay the fuck away from yeah stay the fuck away from people stay out of their personal space like what the fuck i'm down for social distancing all the time (laughs) i'm a people person i'm a i'm a personal space invader so i I don't know i mean out in public like you know when you're with friends it's one thing but like strangers to assume yeah i mean it's just it it was it was weird but 
I don't know. So I just wanted to make mention of that real fast. I don't think anything major has really happened this week. Um, I Actually, today I saw an article going around. I'll tell you guys. Um, and it was dated exactly five years ago today. And the article said that in five years, um, scientists were going to have um, dinosaurs cloned with the help of technology basically used from Jurassic Park. Basically the same technology <laughs> used from Jurassic Park. And um, it was, you know, of course now we've hit the five-year mark and we still don't have dinosaurs, which is good. Um, yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> but it was funny. It was, it was a fun little research. Um, somebody else had posted an article kind of pertaining to the same thing, and it was about um, cloning the Tasmanian tiger, which went extinct in the 1930s. And um, the Tasmanian tiger is kind of a... It's like the Tasmanian tiger is basically Australia's Loch Ness monster. Um, it, it did exist at one point, and um, you know we've got video evidence of it, we've got pictures of it, we have taxidermied you know versions of it. Um, but it's very weird because it looks kind of like a a dog, fox, cat thing, and it's got stripes and it's it walks on all fours. It's weird. Yes, it's very odd. It's very strange. And um, it also, but it's a marsupial. It's it's a fucking kangaroo. Like, it, it has a pouch where it keeps its babies. It's so bizarre. It's such a weird animal. And it would be really cool to have it cloned. But I know the article that they talked about it was, it, it was like two years ago and they haven't cloned one yet. Uh, but people still see it to this day. People, there's still sightings of it um, in Australia. Some people, there's some pictures that people take. And I don't know what else the pictures could be of. It may look like a Tasmanian tiger so um but you know that was I thought that was kind of funny I don't know if that's ethical I um you know as an animal enthusiast not even just an animal lover but an enthusiast <laughs> um and especially one that dabbles with extinct creatures possibly existing and stuff like that I would love to have you know these ancient creatures revived and I would love to see them with my own eyes I you know I cry every time in Jurassic Park <laughs> I'm like oh my god <laughs> They do move in herds, <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea for us to start playing God like that and start bringing back these creatures. So, I, you know, I don't know. Um, take that with what you will. Now, the Tasmanian tiger, we hunted to extinction. We killed them. So it's like, do we bring them back? But realistically, if we did anyway, they would be test tube babies and they would they'd be raised by humans they would never they would always live in captivity right because they wouldn't know how not to you know they wouldn't have to live by themselves and so it's like well then what's the good of, of that why would we bring it back i think if we have species that we are killing that are close to extinction that you know that are endangered um then sure we can try to you know save them with whatever science we need to save them with um but uh you know to bring them back i just i don't know if i think that but I thought that was cool. So we were promised dinosaurs five years ago, guys, and we didn't get them. They're kind of gypped. Where are they at? <laughs> right. Where are the dinosaurs at? Um, you, know. you know, the only dinosaur we, we really need is the long necks. Just the long necks. Yeah. And they have cool. five different names. Yeah. <laughs> they, are, they are cool. They're, um, they're nice. They're vegetarian. And we just need one. And we just need it to be on its own little island somewhere with all the trees. So that way we can all reenact the Jurassic Park scene. <laughs> so and they can can't leave the island. And they can't leave the island. They can't swim. They can't fly. So yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so um, this week is kind of another, well, every week is themed. But this one's a little more of a special theme again. Um, because we are at 
we've officially made it to episode 13. And I thought it would be kind of fun if we did an episode about um, superstitions. Um, I never really considered myself a superstitious person. Like, in fact, I've always been that edgy, cool kid that said, like, 13 was my lucky number and stuff like that. Um, you know, I always thought that they were silly old wives' tales. But then I kind of started thinking about different things that I do as a witch that are, I guess, technically superstitious. Superstitions are just essentially rituals. They are. They are. And so it's like, you know, so then who am I to knock? You know, if you break a mirror and think you now have bad luck for seven years. Do I mean, you know why people think that? I don't. Do you? Yeah. Why? Because it's kind of like how, um, is it the Native Americans that don't like being having their picture taken? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, there's a culture that doesn't like having their picture taken because they feel it traps their soul. Okay. I've heard that. So, when we are passing a mirror or look into mm-hmm. a mirror, basically a part of our soul is absorbed into that mirror. So, when it breaks, we essentially scattered our soul. So, we've lost a piece of ourselves. That's kind of where it comes from. That's interesting. Um, like, and I know. the seven years of bad luck... That is even cooler because that actually relates to science because the body basically regenerates itself every seven years. Oh, yeah, because you know, your cells are, you know, they regenerate. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, well, I mean, it all kind of makes sense. When I try to take pictures of my cats, they don't, they don't really like it. Like it. <laughs> and I didn't know if it's because they... And they know. They know, right. It's like you pull out that. your phone... They know. And they'll look they'll at your react. phone, but then as soon as you open the camera, whoop, right, instantly turn. look right away. Yes, <laughs> it's so hard to get pictures of them because they will ruin it, or they'll get up and move, or whatever. So I've always wondered, like, is it, you know, with like the soul capturing thing? I'm like, well, is there something to that then? I, you know, I don't know. Um, black cats too. Black cats are, you know, crossing your path. That's supposedly bad luck which sucks it really sucks actually a lot of um there's a lot of uh superstition around just black animals in general and then they're the most you know killed in shelters and and things like that a lot of people won't adopt a black cat or a black dog well all that stems from racism do you think that stems from racism oh absolutely it probably does you're probably right about that i really didn't look into it or haven't really looked into enough because i mean it's I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> right. I know. It's, you know. it's so dumb to even yeah. think that something like that. But yeah, that's pretty much where it's all come from is because that's how black people have been viewed. So they view animals the same way. That's why a lot of times black people and, you know, pasts were considered animals. They huh, treated them like animals. Yeah. They talked to them like animals. Yeah. Like, that's, it's all the same logic. Mm, but, but then we'd glorify, like, a white Persian. Right, exactly. Or, <laughs> you know. <laughs> a white tiger. Yeah. But, you know, a white tiger is, comes from inbreeding. So. Yeah, that's not actually. And, right. you know, who who was inbreeding? Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, the royals. <laughs> what were the royals? White. So, white inbreds. <laughs> right. Yeah, and now, even still true. to this day, the fucking it's, it's hillbillies ingrained. in Kentucky. Well, right, and it just shows how it's ingrained into your into your psyche. Like, being afraid of spiders, okay? 
the reason why we are afraid of spiders or snakes or scorpions or you know things that can kill us is because of a because of DNA. You know, even if you've never had a bad encounter with a spider ever in your life, and say at the age of 30, you sit down and you finally see a spider for the first time, you're going to feel that fear because it is ingrained in you to feel that fear because we know as a, as a species that spiders are dangerous, they kill, you know? And that's something that took a very long time to learn. And so, you know, well, <laughs> sadly enough, the same can go for racism as well. Because it's generational curses. It's right. It's generational. Right. Exactly. And so it's like even you know, through all this time, even though it's gotten, we've seen it very slowly weed itself out. It has taken all this time to do so, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. You know, and I, I'm pretty sure it's Africa. They actually believe that if you kill a spider. Your house can burn down. I've heard that. I've heard that. I've, I have heard that. I try. I don't. Uh, whenever I find a, a horrible bug in my house, I try not to kill it. Mm. It was bad. The one day, <laughs> the one day I had a spider in my sink <laughs> and it couldn't get out. I have a stainless steel sink. And so it found its way into the sink and it probably it dropped down out. into it and it couldn't get out. It was stuck. And I'm like, ah, but I'm scared of it. And like the, the reason why I found it was because I've got this succulent like this succulent plant it's like a cluster of different succulents and i was taking it into the kitchen to water it and so i put it under the sink or whatever and i saw the spider and i was like ah and i was like well you know i'll take care of the spider let me take care of the plant first and then i'll take care of the spider and i went to go i, I don't know why i did this i'm stupid but um my succulent plants had like a couple my cats have been eating them unfortunately um and so i had like some dead you know plant petals and stuff so i'm like okay i'm just gonna i'm just gonna kind of dump the, the plant a little bit and I'm going to shake it a little bit and then hopefully the dead stuff just kind of falls off and that's all I really, really need to do. Well, so I kind of start dumping it a little bit and shaking it a little bit and three of the plants fell out <laughs> completely. Oh, <God. laughs> and so the spider's in there and I'll tell you, I'm not brave. I'm scared of this tiny spider. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, so there's fucking dirt and there's fucking succulents and there's a damn spider all in my sink. I don't know where the spider is because it blends into the dirt and the plants. <laughs> and it was just, it was a mess. But then I finally, um, I finally got the spider out. I put him in like a little plastic cup and took him outside so but I yeah I won't I'm not and maybe that's one of my superstitions I don't know if I can help it I try not to kill you know bugs that I find in the house even like the big scary centipede things I hate them they're so scary yeah I don't like them I don't like them but I'm, I think I'm more afraid of squishing them and making a mess <laughs> than no. I am of like actually the, spy, the the bug itself um but I've been trying to teach my daughter that she she loves it she'll go outside she'll kill all the bugs that she sees and I'm like don't do that <laughs> that's murder <laughs> you're a monster <laughs> you know so I you know that's something that I try personally not to do um but then again I think you know that's just that's just kind of the witch in me and that's you know what I do we were at, um, when we were at golf today, they had a bunch of pine trees and they had some freshly grown pine cones on them. And, you know, I thought, well, you know, let's go ahead and, um, you know, with my daughter, I'm like, you know, let's go ahead and take some of the pine cones and we'll take them home and we'll, you know, cover them in honey, make a bird feeder, you know, out of them and we'll put them outside. Um, and so I was talking, talking to my daughter and I was telling her, well, you know, go pick up some pine cones. I wasn't going to take any off the tree. You know, there's plenty on the ground, and um, she goes, and she's like, well, I want the one on the tree. <laughs> and I'm like, did you ask the tree first? 
And, I, and she thought I was crazy, but she did. She asked the tree, and, and then she took a couple pine cones. So, you know, I don't know. Um, but that is one thing I'll do. Like, if I go out, I haven't done it so much this year. I need to do it more, but um, I don't know. I just haven't been too in tune with my nature walks and stuff. But usually I'll go out, and, like, if there's something on the ground, I take it. If that's my offering, I'm allowed to take this, so I will. Yeah, but, I still ask. I'm like, because it's like a whole, like, ecosystem System. Yeah. it's like was that put there for you know the house of some insects or some shit you know that's it's just true like, too i guess i guess i just assume that if it's there it's there for me so yeah maybe that is a, a bad assumption well, it's i mean it's, you know it's you how you do have, it yeah you know, you don't it's have to personal what i believe you know? <laughs> that's true i guess but. that's okay to ask yeah but usually i only take things on the ground i won't pick anything you, know, you can always ask her and bring an offering. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so that's how I try to conduct myself. But again, that's kind of superstitious. Um, I've always been taught that um, sweeping your house, when you sweep your house, um, you're you're getting rid of all the, like, the negative energy yeah, in the house. Yeah. Right. So you, and that's, you know, kind of, like, before I start sweeping, that's kind of, I don't, like, I'm not one of those witches. I don't sit here and chant and all that, but I do spells and I, you know, I do things to, you know, for my own practice. But, um, you know, so when I go to sweep, I don't like, you know, say you a blessing or anything. No, not usually. Hmm. Not usually. I mean, some I don't do it a lot, but sometimes I do. Like when I'm cleaning, like it, even if it's just like some song, something that you do. Yeah, no, just, not usually. It's just. I guess I you just should try it. I build up the intent. Maybe I should. It's fine. Well, <laughs> well, usually when I'm cleaning, I've got music on and stuff. Yeah. So I'm dancing and stuff anyway. But that's true. Yeah, but I just mean like in terms of like a superstition, I see it like I envision it as I'm, you know, sweeping away the the negative energy and and stuff like that. And yeah. so, um, you know, that's something. It's just something that I did. Like I said, I never really realized that these were technically you know superstitions before um a fun one that people you know people do are um that you can do is like when you uh my cousin taught me this when you like when you're at a stoplight or whatever and like you're it's green but then it turns yellow while you're going through it as you're supposed to like touch the hood of the Mm -hmm. car and like capture yeah well she would like capture the the light or whatever because it'd be bad luck if you didn't you yeah. know or, or left in your feet over railroad tracks yeah yeah left in your feet over railroad tracks i yeah, do that's that just because it's fun and it's <laughs> cute it's like oh <laughs> it's just something that you get into and you start doing like you hear it from somebody and you're like oh i'm gonna start doing that um or padiddle padiddle yeah padiddle something but padiddle's like a strip game isn't it like are you supposed to take your yeah but i think we, we've done that I think my ex-husband got completely naked in somebody's car once because I don't remember. It's just we padiddled. He lost. It was a car full of people. And so he got completely naked. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we were weird kids. Um, I guess he was my husband. And I was married. So I was technically an adult. But <laughs> we were just strange. Yeah, right. Um, one thing that is a family tradition, and I come from a very Italian family, and I don't know if this has... I've never really looked into it. It's just something that I've always known, and I don't do it, and I need to, um, but I miss it every year, is on New Year's Eve, you're supposed to um, tape a dollar bill above your door, and then that brings money into the house for the year, for the coming year, and then you keep it on there for the whole year, and then the following year, you got to replace your dollar bill. 
And it, it was something that, you know, I, like, even now, like, as, like, an adult, it's something. I don't really talk to my family much or anything like that. But when I go and visit them every once in a great while, like, I'll look up and I'll notice that they've got all of the family members. They all have a dollar bill above their door. And I'm like, wow, I should really I should really do that. But then I, I forget every year. I get too drunk. Right. <laughs> I start drinking. There's a, I another drinking one, too. You, like, all the dishes you break throughout the year, you actually keep them. And then... Like for the new year, you yeah. throw them at your close one, loved ones' houses, and it helps break in the new year. <laughs> so weird, right? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'd be pissed. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jazz does like the pots and pans every year. What's that one? Well, just the New Year's. You know, once the clock, you know, hits midnight, bang. you outside and bang your pots and pans. Yeah, she yeah. had this fucking, <laughs> she had this bell, and I remember when we were kids. Um, gosh, you might have been there. We, like, all had pots and pans or whatever, and somebody else that had this bell, we walked around their neighborhood, like, ringing the bell and banging the pot, like, walking around doing it. <laughs> we had the biggest one one year at our house now, and God, there were so many, there was, like, 20 people. She had this party, there was, like, 20 people there, and we all were out there banging and yelling. <laughs> well, that actually breaks up negativity. Is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah. Well, and it could be, like, releasing your, your, your negative energies and stuff like that. At my at my first apartment, it was also a one bedroom apartment, and we and Jazz was there. And we had people over, and Jazz was sad about not being able to bang pots and pans. I'm like, we'll just we'll just yell, and so it hits midnight. We start screaming, and then the neighbors start fucking screaming, and we're going into a screaming match, and everybody's just yelling. It was great, like fucking Italy in quarantine. It was. It was like that. Yeah, we're just all screaming, yelling, at each other, "Happy New Year!" And then just yelling. It was it was fun. It was cool. So, I mean, that's kind of a... I mean, there's a... I guess that's more of a tradition rather than a superstition. But it's pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically the same, you know? I don't really... I don't see a big difference in the two. Um, you know? Tradition, know. ritual, superstition, yeah, you know, whatever. Superstition, right. And then, you know, people talk about Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is a negative, horrible day. And Have like... you seen the word for fear of Friday the 13th? No. It is ridiculous. It's like two <laughs> Greek words. They have like an, there's an actual word, like yes. phobia. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. It's like. <laughs> it's like really long. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Here, let's look it up. Look, look it up. Yeah, look it up. Let's find the Friday the 13th it word. It's like. Well, we'll both have to try to say it. Okay. All right. It's this word right here. Triskaida kaphobia. Triskaida kaphobia. Triskaida kaphobia. Yeah. Tris- that's pro- we're probably saying it so wrong. Probably. It's from the Greek words para- paraskevi, which yeah. is Friday, and... Decatrice, Decatrius, which is 13. So neither of those words are even the same. They're not even included. And Oh, wait. Well, this is the scientific name oh, the that's scientific been given to name. it. This is the actual. The fear. This is. Paraskevi decatriophobia. <laughs> well, if we. Paraskevi decatriophobia. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's got the both words on it. 
Wow, person. that's... <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Okay, that is a weird word. That's... <laughs> do you I know... I that was a thing. Do you know where the superstition comes from? For Friday, Friday the 13th? 13th? Uh-uh. Well, it's mostly emphasis on the number 13. Okay. And it's seen as bad luck because of the Last Supper. Oh. Because there was 13 guests. Okay, okay. And... Judas is the one who betrayed Christ. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, if... That makes sense. Like, I think it's in Russia. There's a, there's a few of them. It's like, if you're at a dinner party and there's 13 guests, somebody is going to have, like, a shitty time or something shitty. You're going to make somebody leave. (laughs) Right. Like, (laughs) you got to go. At the limit. (laughs) Right. Or you need to invite somebody, one of the two. (laughs) Right. That's wild. I wonder why, I wonder if that's why my life sucks because I've got 13 tattooed on me. (laughs) Well, that's another thing. Like, science has actually kind of shown that it's, you know, it's like the law of attraction, essentially. Where you think about something and it brings it brings it in. Yeah. But it's just because you're focused on it. You make it negative and so it becomes negative. And I, I, that's definitely... I guess that's why I really haven't seen myself as a very superstitious person. Because um, I feel like it's something that you give power to. And it's something that I've yeah. never really given power to. Until I realized that there's a lot of things that I give power to that are seen as quirky or superstitious or traditional. Whatever you want to call it. Um... I want to see what 13 is in numerology. Well, it'll reduce down to four. And four is about foundations and building, creating. But 13, I'm not really sure. Actually, that's that's what it says. The numerology number 13 is a number of focus and pragmatism. Its primary focus is building a secure foundation for the future. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, it's nothing bad, so I don't know. But now it's like, why? So, yeah, we have 13 and why it's bad luck, but why is it associated with Friday? That I don't know. But. That's a good question. I mean, I know the modern day, you know, the modern day outlook on it is the movies. Jesus was crucified on a Friday. That's probably it. I'm pretty sure. I think that's what it is. And they just made it Friday the 13th is the bad, is bad day. Yeah, because the last I'm not supper. Sure. Isn't it weird how things just lose their meaning over time? Right. It's now we think Friday the 13th of, and it's a horror movie. And it's a horror movie, right? And everybody's like, oh, Friday the 13th, it's a day to sit and binge watch Jason. <laughs> 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 you know? And so it is weird because, like, think about, like, in another, you know, thousand years what they're going to think it is. Is it still going to be associated with the movies? They're going to be like, long ago. Right. <laughs> they used to sit down and watch these movies. <laughs> They're like, what are movies? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we if we last that long. So, I don't know. Yeah, that, that is a weird thing. Yeah, 13's always been seen as a bad thing. But, I don't know. I, I've owned it and turned it into to something else. Um, walking under ladders. That's another thing that you're mm-hmm. not supposed to do. I, I mean, I could... I don't know what the meaning is. I'm sure there's some deep meaning to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. But. I know I wouldn't do it. Just right. because why would you walk under a ladder? Right. There's so much that could go wrong if you did. <laughs> 
So I think maybe that's why it's considered unlucky because it's just kind of stupid. Right. It's not something <laughs> you should do in general. Right. So. You just shouldn't do that. It's like a safety measure. <laughs> so maybe that's why we do that. Um, Your sleeve gets snagged on it and pull it down and the right, person and everybody on top comes falls up. Right. Over. Exactly. Anything could happen. They drop, the paint spills on you and you're carrying it They from. drop their hammer on your head. I mean, anything <laughs> could happen. You know, so it's like, why would you do that? I don't, I've never understood that. Opening an umbrella inside, that's another one that I don't know the origin of. Yeah, I don't either. But I could understand why you wouldn't do it because umbrellas are kind of dangerous. Like, and there's no need to open an umbrella un- inside unless you're testing it. Oh, well, and right. And like you and I, like sitting as close as we are, if I were to open an umbrella right now, you then I run the risk of like poking you in the <laughs> eye, right? Or hitting you with it or... You know, it's just... <laughs> or who knows? Maybe you're the penguin from Batman and bullets come out. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a weird way to discover that? <laughs> like, you just have an umbrella, you open it. <laughs> like a bullet spray everywhere. You're like, oh shit, I'm the penguin. <laughs> Everything makes sense now. <laughs> My love for black clothes and the fact that I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it's all so soothing. Aren't we all just the penguin? Oh, we're all just the penguin if we really want to be. If you really believe in yourself, you could have an umbrella with bullets in it. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a weapon, though. Can you imagine? Like, if you're getting jumped by people and you just have your umbrella, it's like, oh, you, this person's got an umbrella, let's attack them. And you just open it. <laughs> It'd be a great defense against everyone. <laughs> yeah, be nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that superstition makes sense. Um... And what about throwing salt over your shoulder? Do you do I don't, that? No, nah, I don't do that. I do. Do you? Why? Yeah. Just I don't be, know. Just because you've always been told to and do it? No, not necessarily. It just feels right. But there's like a whole, like, I don't even know them all. But there's like a whole, like, scheme of things. Like if you throw it over your left shoulder, your right shoulder. I've heard and that, And then yeah. where it lands, you know, whatever. There's but the type things. of salt. It's an entire ritual, right? Not but, just a little thing. Right, but the most common is that the devil hangs out on your left shoulder. Okay. And most people are right-handed, so they throw it over their left shoulder. Oh. And it's to blind the devil from being able to sneak in. But that that's actually like a a Christian thing. And it's funny, there's so many superstitions that around. That come from Christianity. Yeah. Right, you're right, you're right about that. But, so, um, like, if you don't spill salt for, like, five years, and that means, what, you've been controlled by the devil the whole time, or... <laughs> right. I mean, wouldn't that seem a little unlucky if you don't even get the chance to to do it, you know? <laughs> well, there's even... Or like the devil just pops in every time he sees the opportunity, like, oh shit, right. <laughs> she smelled the salt again, it's my time. <laughs> well, that's uh, one thing that, uh, I think it was, might have been the Romans? I don't know. But salt was like, you know, so scarce that it could actually be used as currency, Okay, well, yeah. So if you spilled the salt, you would have to blind the devil. Same thing as yeah. the Christian thing. Um, to, you know, like, basically pay dues for your foolishness. <laughs> well, yeah. You better turn around and pick that shit up because it's worth some money. Right. <laughs> but it's supposed to blind the devil okay. either way. For whatever reason, it blinds it blinds the devil. You know, throwing salt over your shoulder a day keeps the devil away. So... <laughs> You know, whatever it takes. Not today, Satan. The next time right. I spill salt, I'm just going to make a big scene out of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, I do it at the restaurant all the time. 
Sometimes but a lot of people do it, so it's not weird that you do it. Well, I said it was funny, didn't I? Or did I say it was weird? No, I don't, I don't think you said well, either. It's... I don't think you said either one. I was just mentioning um, the fact that like nobody would question you throwing salt over your shoulder. No, because so many people do it. But yeah. if if somebody watched me, which is is kind of a common practice, if someone watched me walk around town with a smudge stick, it'd be weird, right? People would be like, "What is she doing?" For most people, people would yeah, be but for me, I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Cleanse us. <laughs> Mava. <laughs> right. But for most people, right, they'd be confused. They'd be like, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing? But if you, like I said, if you take salt, throw it over your shoulder, nobody would be like, you know, nobody would question you. They'd just be like, oh, yeah, that, that old thing. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's kind of weird, you know, but I don't know. You know, smudging, I guess, is a type of uh, ritual, so... Maybe a type of superstition. You it know, could be seen as that. Yeah, it's basically where superstition stemmed from. Right, right. It's you know, it's a... kind of a fear or a phobia or mm-hmm. protection, like knocking on wood. That's because yeah, it's like a pagan practice of like gods and spirits yeah. used to live yeah in the trees and stuff, so they would either like knock on the wood for protection or yeah. to show gratitude for a lucky streak well other stuff is weird like have you seen like the um like the candle that you put in your ear to clean your ear yeah so like that's not actually and then like people take it and like it's got like the, the paper or whatever and like you undo the paper and it's got like the wax in it or whatever and everybody's like oh that was in my ear that's actually not real. That's not a real thing. <laughs> it's just the wax from the candle that was inside of the paper that has that didn't really get burned all the way because you're not going to burn all of your skin off. And so, you know, it's kind of seen as like a... I mean, it's kind kinky. of a... Well, it can be. <laughs> I'm sure you could stick it in any hole if you wanted to. <laughs> the whole candlestick. Right. Just uh, get one of those big votive candles. <laughs> big prayer candle. <laughs> Or right one of those in. big fucking white woman candles <laughs> that are like... <laughs> like a big old, like a Yankee candle That they never burn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My good candles! My mom's got a couple of those. <laughs> she would, too. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of, like, medical, like, old wives' tales about things that you can do. Like, I remember when I was pregnant, and I was very pregnant, <laughs> and everybody's like, you need to... You know, you need to start walking and get that baby out or whatever. And, like, you know, but I was actually looking into, like, different things that that you should do to, like, promote going into labor. And, you know, some of them there was some science behind, but some it was just stupid. Right. Like, drinking castor oil. Like, that's really dumb. You shouldn't do that. You're just going to have horrible diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so, I mean, I guess it gives you the need to push. (laughs) Right. You know, but just a different kind of push. Or even, like, how the baby sits. And your belly is supposed to signify the sex. Yeah, what the sex is. Or, like, one thing, you know, one thing that I always heard was, like, um, if you had heartburn or not, it would be a boy or a girl. Yeah. Or if it, if they had hair, like, if you, because some of, you know, the ultrasounds, you can see that they had hair, but they didn't, you couldn't tell the gender yet. And, you know, stuff like that. And so it's, like, you know, there's a lot of those, um... There's, like, something where you could, like, pee on something, and if it changes colors, and it's a boy or it's a girl, and none of that shit works. (laughs) None of it works. Um, You know, there's different ones, like, you know, remedies for headaches and colds, and, well, like, people talk about vitamin C when you're sick with with a cold. And um, one of my doctors told me one time, he's like, well, you know, here's the thing about the vitamin C thing, is that uh, if you 
take vitamin C, then you will get rid of your cold within a week. And if you don't take vitamin C, then you will get rid of your cold within seven days. <laughs> it doesn't matter at that point. Yeah. Now it's it, before you right. Can stay. It's a good right. It's good to build the immunity to you know my sister. Every time she's sick, she has chicken chicken noodle soup, and she does it even when she's got a cold. And it's like that's not <laughs> you know. But, you know, I guess if it makes her feel better, then... Well, it helps you breathe better because of the warmth and the not, I mean, not really. It's more for, like, your stomach, and it's more for, like, when you're puking, how you should only really eat certain things. And chicken noodle soup would be one of those. Like, when you're sick, yes, when you're puking, like, it would make sense to have some chicken soup, you know, because it's something light, it's something your stomach can handle, it's right. something it can process. But when you're sick with a cold, I mean, again, it's more of a comfort than it is anything. Now, comforts are important when you're not feeling well. But, they're not going to remedy your situation. I mean, you know, it's not a, 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 it's not a, it's not a cure. It's not going to fix anything. Right. Right. It's going to make you feel better. Right. But you're still going to have that cold for for a week or seven days. And it'll only be temporary. Right. Right. Like, once you're done with the soup, bitch, you're going to be clogged back up anyway. (laughs) All right. So, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, And so, and there's a lot of those. A lot of people are like, well, my grandma used to do this and it worked every time. And it's like, yeah. You know, another thing is like, when you have a cold, people put like, um, they'll put like Vaseline or some shit on their feet or something. And it's like, I. You know, there's no science behind that. Well, there is some weird shit with feet. Like, I don't know about that or whatever, but, like, you can drain a lot of toxins through your feet because it's all pathology. So, like, every... Yeah. That's why earthing is a good thing because there's so many different points in there. But I don't know how it actually works. Like, I don't know if it really detoxes you or if it just pulls whatever is in your skin out I don't know in in my view so you have your physical body and you have your spiritual body and you know not saying that I'm correct but in my opinion you have your spiritual body and your physical body and so they're two different things so for me when you're talking about grounding that affects your spiritual body and not your physical body and that would make sense no it's actually been scientifically proven that it does help your physical body. Well, but that's like a placebo effect. That's just like saying, like, no, it's if you positive ions. But if you are out, if you are in, if you are staring in a mirror, and you are telling yourself every single day, "I am going to lose ten pounds. I'm going to lose ten pounds," and you make yourself it's that law of attraction, and you make yourself believe that you are going to lose ten pounds. Guess what? You're going to lose ten pounds without actually physically changing anything. So you can have an interception between your physical body and your spiritual body, I believe. Again, I'm not saying that I'm correct, <laughs> but that's just my personal, and that's kind of where it is. When you research it, you know, you're going to have doctors that say, no, this is all bullshit. You're going to have doctors that say, no, this is all for real. You're going to have people in the middle that say, well, there's some, and this is why, you know, it just, it, I think it, it just then becomes kind of up to you to, again, decide you know, how much power you're going to give to those things. And I think that's what really makes the stuff real, personally. You know, that that's what manifests it into something that is physical then, that you could see. Um, so, I mean, that's, but again, that's what I think. I mean, like I said, I don't know, the Vaseline thing is weird. I don't understand that, but people do it. <laughs> I would think that's uncomfortable. Um, I like it. But this one lady told think. me that if you're trying to quit smoking and you get those little 
snus pouches. What you can do is snus or We've snot. talked about this on this show before, but yes, you go ahead. You put it in, in between your big toe yeah. and your next toe, and yeah. it's supposed to help you quit smoking. Yeah. And you said, but you did it, or you haven't... I didn't do it. She did, did it. it. She did it. That's what she did. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have their things. And again, you know, is that something that... Did it work, or was it just because she was telling herself it would because work? Because she was telling herself it worked, it worked. Right. I mean, it's all worked in some in some sense, you know, if, if that... if it whatever way it worked it did work for her so it's like well you know there then there is something to some of them but you know there might not necessarily be a science to all of them so that's you know that's what i think and that's kind of you know that's where we dabble in the things that kind of blur the line of of you know the science and and the spiritual and the fiction well science doesn't discredit magic it only exemplifies it so for the most part for the most part, but I think there's a lot of scientists that are like, oh, well, I can't prove it, so therefore it's not real. Because Well, right, but that doesn't actually prove anything because there's nothing that they have that can disprove it either. Yeah, right. It, Unless they, don't they can disprove it, then... But, uh, right, but the mainstream scientists... That's just in the physical that, realm. ...that they need to be able to, to prove it in order for it to be something. But you're right, being able to... Not, not being able to disprove it is also as much of a science right. as being well, able to prove it. And just because you can't prove it in the physical realm doesn't mean it's, doesn't mean it's not happening right. in the ethereal realm. Right. There's no way for us to... I saw an article, this is a little bit off topic, but I saw an article that said something about um, in our galaxy alone, there's probably, there's so many civilizations. 36 was yes, it? Yeah, something I've like that. that. And then that means that in our in the universe, there's this many or whatever, roughly. Um, but it really, you know, it really bugs me because, uh, uh, universe, motherfucker, we have multiverses. Right. <laughs> There's multiple universes out there. What are you talking about? So, and, and it, so it's infinite, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I saw that article and it just, you know, I was annoyed by it. <laughs> but it's kind of sweet though, because it's like, if there is like all these other civilizations out there, they're probably doing the same things we are. So it's like, are we all just trying to find each other again? Well, there's definitely civilizations out there. I mean, I think that's, I mean, personally, I think that that's definitely, it's not proven, but it it would just be ridiculous if it, if if there weren't. Right. I mean, come on. (laughs) You know, I think most people believe in, in that possibility, but I don't know. Like I said, it's just the fact that we haven't universally accepted multiple universes <laughs> you know that that bugs me i don't know i just think it's time to it's time for us to evolve people yeah that, <laughs> it's probably like they're literally waiting for all of us to just like abolish like any kind of discrimination right. and then we'll be welcome right they're like once you realize that you know <laughs> this, this, and this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why we're here maybe that's what started our existence i don't know <laughs> anyway um I'm trying to think of more superstitions. Do you can you think of any more? There's one that is like if you um, go up to a table like of your friends, you're not supposed to wave or say hi. You go up and knock on the table because the it is like the superstition is is that the devil is allergic to oak. But it's like, if the table's not oak... These are all pretty Christian. Yeah, so what's it mean? I've never heard of that. Like, when you approach them, or Yeah, so, like, you go to a restaurant, and, like, instead of, like, hey, 
You know, you just walk up and knock on the table, and uh, then you just like join in. And then, then you can. But join it, in. it goes to show that you're not actually the devil posing as you, or that you don't have the devil with you. Well, that's another one. When you say something, and you're like, um, you know, like I've never pinch pokey on me a coke. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good one. But no, like you say something, you're like, I've never done this horrible thing. And it's like yeah. something horrible. And then you knock on the wood. I don't want to say anything because yeah. it makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to put it out there. Yeah. And then you knock on the wood. Because it um, just basically sends them away. Another one that I heard of was like when your palm itches, you scratch it on wood. And the to way you get money. Well, the way that I've always heard it is that while you scratch it on wood, you make a wish, and then whatever the wish is, it'll come true. I've never heard the money. I've heard other people talk about like the money. What well, if you do it the left, it's money. What about if it's well, the right? Well, if it's the right, you're going to spend money. Oh, but okay. that also depends on if you're left-handed or right-handed. Yeah. But also, left-handedness was seen as a sign of witchcraft, which is very superstitious. And it's funny because my mom is actually left-handed, but oh. they made her become right-handed, and she's ambidextrous. Isn't that so. weird how that works? What's her twin, left-handed or right-handed? Do you know? I don't. I've never asked. You should ask. ask <laughs> you should ask. I'm curious. If maybe she had the same treatment or what. Um, and then another one is like if you're like the clip on your necklace turns around. Someone's yeah. thinking about you or talking about wish. you. Or your ear itches. I've heard, I've heard that. People that turn around, you're supposed to make a wish when you turn it around. I've never heard the ear itching. Yeah, there's like, I think it's your right is your masculine, your left is your feminine. So if somebody, if your right ear itches, somebody's talking aggressively or negatively. A, negatively. Yeah. And then if it's your left ear, it's somebody's concerned about you or thinking about you huh. or sharing how much they care about you. I've never heard that. That's very interesting. Yeah, well, weird. my right ear itches a lot, so that's probably mm-hmm. not a good thing. <laughs> or when the bottom of your feet itches. Uh-uh, I've heard that one. Yeah, you're walking on new ground. I love that one. Very interesting. I've never heard that one before. That's very, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot that I don't know, I guess. Um, but I don't know if there's like a right foot and a left foot because, you know, they don't... Why not, right? Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense because you're, depending on which hand is your dominant and less dominant, your right hand is your projection hand, your left hand is your receptive hand. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a difference between the two on the feet because I've, I've never heard about the feet thing, so. Well, I mean, it, it wouldn't really make sense because, like, you know, if you have a projective hand and a receptive hand, like, yeah. you do stuff with your projective hand. That's why it's your projective hand. Right. And then your receptive hand is usually, like, what you use to, like, receive. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. But your feet, you don't really have, they both kind of do the same thing. They just move you. So the feet are, instead of being seen as, like, two separate entities, they're seen as just kind of one. It's just kind of your one. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Have to look into it. Have to look into that and see if your feet do different things. I don't know. You Am know. I going to jack you off with my left foot or my right foot? Right. Or both of them. <laughs> or both of them. Get in this foot, pussy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know. Fussy. <laughs> Is that what it's called? A fussy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or your thrussy. Thrussy? Yeah. Is, that, is that another your term? Throat. It's your throat. <laughs> thrussy. 
We'll save that one for next next week. <laughs> <laughs> or bussy. I've heard bussy. Yeah, I've heard bussy. <laughs> wow, that's that's something. Only on uh, Weird Wednesdays, guys. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about the number 13 and bussies all in one week. <laughs> Man, that's wild. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of... Um, I can't think of any more. I think I'm out. I don't know. Do you have any more that you can think of? I don't know. I'm sure I will once we stop recording. Of course, yeah. Once it's done, we'll be like, oh, that one. You know, that's kind of how it seems to happen. Um, that's how it was when I was I was telling somebody about the episode, and um, I just I was like, I, don't, I can't really think of any. And then we just started talking about them. And I was like, oh yeah, there's that one and that one and that one. Yeah, it's like they're so common that yeah. you know. You don't really think about it, I guess. Shooting stars, making a wish on a shooting yeah, star. That's, that's one. one. That's another one. I don't know where it came from, but, um, you know, it makes sense. Well, there's actually, like, this book that is all about superstitions. Okay. And What's it called? Do you remember what it's called? I can't, but it's red and it's got a black cat on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I've seen it in every bookstore. That's how I know some of those. Is I because you just pick I it just, up and read it. Yeah, like yeah. that's my one of my favorite things to do. I'll go to the bookstore yeah. and just read. Like I won't buy the book. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'll buy the book if it like pulls me in. Yeah. But, you know, if I can just pick it up and get a few pieces of information out of it. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you gotta try before you buy. I mean, there's no reason why you shouldn't at right. a bookstore. You know, that's. <laughs> but you haven't bought the book yet. No. You probably should. I don't know. It just doesn't seem. You feel like you've learned everything that you need to know. No, not that. I just don't give it much power. Yeah. So it's like, well, right. That's true too. I, I guess. mean, it would be cool to have, but it's just kind of like it's a cool coffee table book, but yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That's true. I want Amanda Lepore's book as a coffee table book. Okay. It's a lot of pictures in it. But it's out of print, so it's oh, like no. 150 bucks. But well, it is good. Because it's like a, a biography, but also it has like all a bunch of her pictures. Yeah. So. Pictures and stuff. Yeah. Well, guys, you hear that? If you want to get Ivy anything anytime soon. Um... You know, <laughs> Amanda Lepore's book. I mean, I won't object. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the superstitions. I mean, I, you know, it is a very, like I said, there's kind of those blurred lines between superstition and tradition and ritual. Yeah, and, it's like if we are going to consider traditions, like there's a whole... Yeah. bunch of shit like yeah. stomping the glass or yeah. jumping over a broom right right well but are those superstitions or are they tradition right? raining on a wedding right. there's one yeah that's another one yeah that's bad some see, people see that's that bad. as good though some cultures do see that as, go- as good it just depends I don't on... know why but but I think again it's the power that you give it yeah and so whatever you choose to it's whatever like, your marriage falls apart and you get a divorce. It's like, God damn it, why did it rain on my wedding? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'll like, bitch, get real. Yeah, right. <laughs> Y'all knew you shouldn't have gotten married in the first place. <laughs> right. Toxic as hell. <laughs> Trying to blame the rain. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, it just depends. I mean, people, you know, if you give it that power, then of course it's you're going to 
you're going to manifest that. I mean, that is something that's very, I think, I personally feel like has been proven time and time again is the law of attraction. And so, you know, and, and manifesting and, um, you know, so if it's something that you put out there as negative or positive, then of course you're going to see some type of negative or a positive result, you know, from that. So, um, that's my hot take on superstitions. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I got to say about that. Um, you know, but, but it's fun. It can be fun to, to look into them and, and learn the different ones. Um, there's a couple that I'm going to personally take away and look into tonight just because I've learned about it. So <laughs> I just never really, um, there's some research that I there's guess. There's some stuff about. Uh, I think it's if you say cheers, it's five bucks, but it's only like in a certain settings, right? A certain place. I can't think of it. I say cheers a lot. I do a lot of cheers, and then it's like as I get drunker through the night, I do even more cheers, and it's not necessary. But I, I don't know. I just you're not supposed to put a shot glass down if there's anything left in it. I might have heard that one before. I might have heard that one before. But that's probably just invented by, you know... A drunk. A drunk, <laughs> right. <laughs> they just started it at a bar somewhere. I pass it on. Oh, my luckies. I flip my luckies and my cigarettes. Yeah. And I don't... I don't just flip the one. I flip two of them. And, you know, people always find that weird. But See, how I, I do that is I pull out one uh-huh. that I'm going to smoke uh-huh. and if others come with it that one and whatever ones come out luckies. are luckies. They can be up to five mm. sometimes. That's not a bad way to do it. I've always flipped two because I've always heard you have one for good luck and one for a good fuck. Yeah. So that's I've, I've had the two um, you know but why? I don't know just because I saw somebody else do it and decided to do it. I mean <laughs> one time, one time Jazz um, <laughs> she made a whole pack of luckies you know with all of her from all of her other cigarette packs and then she had her whole one pack of luckies and smoked them <laughs> just you know good luck and good fucks kids do weird things yeah it was <laughs> but does it like if you don't smoke those at the end of your pack do they lose their power what do you mean if you like cause you're supposed to smoke those last yeah. so if you don't smoke them and then you start a new pack Huh. Do they lose their power? Because, you're, you, because you're giving that power to another set of luckies. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That's a good point. I mean, That's I guess if point. she intended to do it, probably not. I mean, why do you have to save them for last anyway? I mean, that's... Right. Why would you have to? Can't you just... be the first one she smoked. Right. Shouldn't so you then you still got fucking cigarettes to smoke after the good fuck. Well, right. Well, you smoke your good fuck one after your good fuck. Right. And then, so, you know, okay, well then... But then your first, you know, lucky, can't you just, like, go buy a scratch-off ticket, smoke your lucky, and then scratch it, and, I mean, <laughs> and well, the point of it being lucky? I don't know. You might want to... There's something behind smoke it. Smoke the cigarette and then buy it. And then buy it, right. And Maybe. Then, I don't know. We don't... Because, I mean, the lottery ticket can't change once... Once, once you purchase it. But, you know, we don't know what's underneath it, so we yeah, don't know if it can true. change. That's true. I might experiment with the lucky <laughs> cigarette. Yeah, I don't know. The lunkies are, are a different thing, so I guess that's that's another one. All right, I'm gonna stop speculating because we'll yeah. just sit here and, and spitball different different superstitions. But I think that's all we have for today. Do we have any other closing statements? We've had a couple the last couple episodes. We've had a lot to say, but I don't really. Uh, well, I think it's just stuff that needed to be said. Things that have been happening. Yeah, I think 
I think we've pretty much solidified that, so. Yeah, I solidified that with my nails. I know! Look at your nails! Oh my gosh. She's got the best nails, y'all. If you don't follow her on social media, they're posted, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Didn't you post them? Yeah, she's got them posted on social media. <laughs> there and that was your that's your regular nail tech that did that. Mm -hmm. wow. Well, the cool thing is, is like I'm white, she's white, I'm trans, and you know, it's kind of inspired by because in Philadelphia they had the gay pride, but then they added the black and the brown stripe. Oh yeah. Well, then another artist spend off of that because black trans women specifically are. Uh, more susceptible to being murdered than anybody pr else. <laughs> pretty much anybody. Yeah. yeah. And um, so it's like white, pink, blue, and then the black and the brown uh -huh. that kind of like come to a point, kind of okay. like a Puerto Rican flag. Okay. And then the rainbow stripes. It actually looks really beautiful. Okay. I love it. But that okay. was the inspiration for it. But I felt like it was important to have the trans nails with the Black Lives Matter and the Black Power Fist. Yeah. Because black trans women are so marginalized, but then we have pride, so. Has anybody given you outward compliments on them since you've had, I know you just yeah. got them done, but Actually, I was yeah. just curious if anybody, has anybody given you criticism for yep. having them? Have they, really? Yeah. Wow. I, I actually had a uh, black person tell me that having the black power fist was offensive to them uh, as an individual they said you know and I told him I was like I don't mean any kind of offense yeah. and I told him I was like if you would like I, I will definitely change it yeah. like I will have that taken off yeah. like I don't want to cross any boundaries yeah. but the reason I have it and then I went and told them the yeah. whole thing and they were like okay well that makes sense so it kind of really helps open up a discussion Sure. And you know, it's like well, my, yeah. my mom's seen them, and yeah. like I could just see the look on her face because one, she's not okay with me being trans, yeah. but then she's also, she's not. She's an all lives matters person. I wouldn't say that. She's never said it, so I can't really say. But she's, you know, she talks a lot about the looters and rioters yeah. and stuff. So That's it's what like. They focus on, right? You know. Where her priorities are are, are not right. But yeah, right. She just kind of like looked at him, and you know, I could tell it wasn't like easy for her to see. Yeah. I guess, which is like, girl, you're worried about seeing some pride nails. <laughs> like, Pick your battles, honey. <laughs> a, a privilege, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. We true. actually were jumping on the trampoline, mm -hmm. and my mom was like stumbling, and I went to go like help her. And my trans nail poked her in the arm and drew blood. It's like, oh, poor mommy. But I'm like, it's also kind of like, <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you asked for I this. I don't say she deserves it, but right. it's it's funny that it was one yeah. of the trans nails. Yeah. Of all of them, but I guess really being poked by any of them would have been. It hurts. They're sharp. Uh, yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do pride nails. I gotta do mine. Maybe that's what I'll do. It is. It is Pride Month, I guess. I, right? I mean, it's still we're still alive. Is that <laughs> right? <laughs> we're all still here. Well, it, that goes <laughs> to show how much of an uproar we're not fucking 
having over not being able to yeah. have a pride parade because my, we understand the circumstances. My birthday is in two weeks exactly, and I'm like, really? It's mm. my birthday already? <laughs> and it's weird. <laughs> but I, whatever. All right, let's not get on that tangent right. again. We've said what we needed to say about it, and we'll keep it at that. But all right, guys. Well, we'll see you next Wednesday for another episode. Bye. Bye.